Hey, it's Mike, Sean, and AJ of the Confused Breakfast. If you love classic movies from the 80s, 90s, and 2000s, we're the podcast for you. We just finished up May of Sway's Uncaged. All Nick Cage and Patrick Swayze movies. Dirty Dancing, Donnie Darko, Face Off, The Outsiders, and National Treasure. Check us out wherever podcasts are found. You will be glad you did. Hi, welcome to the 2023 wrap up, everybody, with the two most important people here at She Speaks Bravo, Kendrick and Kia. Why, hello. Hi, guys. We haven't done this in a while. I I think it was my birthday. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was. Mm -hmm. It was. Yeah. And I wasn't able to go live on YouTube. And I was and then I was banned from going live on my Instagram. Oh, I remember that. I think it's saved on my page. Yeah, because, yeah, Kendrick had to start it. Yep, yeah. I had to start, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we are going to go through, like, this year in TV, according to, like, just because that's what I want us to do. However, the trailer for Vanderpump Rules came out, and I know we need to discuss that. So, uh-huh. Pia, yes. give me give me your thoughts, because I know we've been dying. I've been dying to talk to Pia, and I were already voice noting, and then we remembered that we had to do this, so it's like, okay, we, we had to stop. <laughs> I like low-key expected this, and I think we kind of talked about, like, I I, I felt like the cast, because they're such a fickle group, they're, they're very back and forth, they're flip-floppers. I know Sheena's the biggest flip-flopper, but they all have those tendencies as well. They'll jump onto whatever's hot, which is what they did, because they're smart and strategic. And I, I, I knew, especially with Lala seeing in that trailer, I knew that she was going to have this feeling, because I feel like she didn't feel like fans, the cast cared as much as she wanted them to care about her and Randall and I think she in, even in her mind thinks like well my situation is worse like Randall's a monster he's like a Harvey Weinstein Jr. like why is no not everyone rallying around me as the way in which they're rallying around Ariana uh-huh. and so as much as I want everyone to stay loyal and stay to how they were acting to, at the reunion in after months after I think this will be a much more interesting season because it's going to be so many dynamic shifts, so many like, um, um, like, just, just, it's just, it's not going to be everybody on against Sandoval, which could, would you would want in your mind, but this is going to be much more um, interesting. This is going to, it's going to test friendships, and I'm, I'm excited to watch the journey. Okay, Kendrick, what were your thoughts? So I never expected this group to remain loyal to Ariana for the long haul. I okay. think I, I kind of expected, like, even in, the, like, the interim, I thought once her, like, stars started to rise, like, Dancing with the Stars, Love Island, all this stuff. I've been, I've been binging, finally, Love Island Games, too, obsessed. Like, She's I, I so hate the, good. She's so good on Love Island she, Games. She could replace Sarah Highland, but... I okay. agree. Just saying. Not Maya Jamma, but Sarah Highland. Not Maya sure. Jamma. Never Maya Jamma. <laughs> no, never Maya Jamma. But uh, I never expected this group to uh, stay the course because I think if history's taught us anything, they never have, mm-hmm. they never will. So yep. I think that watching this, I would, if I had to guess, I would say, I think Katie's going to be 100% team Ariana all season. Yep. I think maybe everyone else is up in the air. I think Lala, you hit the hit nail on the head. I think that kind of jealousy, I think she wants to be supportive. It's mm-hmm. going to start off that way. But the moment she realizes that could have been me, 
it's going to be downhill from there. And then she's going to yeah. be on the other mm. side of the couch trading teams. And then it's going to be like, okay, well, just, it's going to be the whole, like, just get over it thing. Just get over it. Yep. At least you weren't married. Just get over it. At least you don't mm-hmm. have kids. Just get you know, yep. you know, she has to be the biggest victim in the room all the time. So that's how it's going to be. Oh, Laura yeah, from Utah. It's, it's so it's so on brand for Lala because she's always like a know-it-all, even when she's clearly in the midst of something ridiculous, like a r- relationship with Randall. You know, right. what I mean? everything's like, don't talk about my man. I know, my, I'm the one who knows everything about everything. That's how Lala always is. Like even last season when she mm-hmm. was schooling Char. Wait, 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 what's his name? What's his name's girlfriend? Um, James. James oh, Allie. 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 I almost called her Charlie. That's not Charlie, not at all. <laughs> we did not see any Charlie though in this trailer. So it's so Charlie is definitely not coming back. That's for sure. I I kind of knew that because um when because now that I wa- I I started listening to all of their podcasts during Scandal, which now my freaking Spotify keeps like roll like automatically playing them. So sometimes I'll just like listen <laughs> and and Charlie. I think Charlie was on one of their podcasts and um. She kind of alluded to that. Like, she just, just, I don't think she's in that space anymore. I don't think she really wants to be a part of it. I respect that. I actually fully respect that because it takes a kind of, a certain kind of crazy to do reality TV. It does. Yeah. And she's engaged now. I think she's probably like, oh, I don't yeah. need this. I forgot she got engaged. Oh, yeah, for sure. She's done. She's over it. Yeah. Um, that's the goal. That's the goal. So, in addition to the La La stuff, which um, it's just on brand for her. She's got to be the know-it-all. She's got to whatever. So, like, that almost seemed like it made more sense to me than her not going that route. Mm-hmm. The part that the part that's really killing me, and I know it's probably from a long time ago, is that Schwartz and Sheena made out in Vegas. I mm, know that's it's killing gonna, me. I know it's <laughs> probably going to be, like, nothing. I'm sure it's probably going to be, like, oh, it was so, so long ago. But if it's at any point that we've seen them on our TV screens, then it was him cheating with Sheena on Aww. Katie. So if it, at any point it was, like, season one or whatever. And actually, P.S., someone sent me a message, and they, and they said, um, I'm going to read it. This reminds me of that one recap you and Pia did, and she said Sheena always secretly had a crush on Schwartz. I did say that, and I always and I still believe it. I still, <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe not now. I don't think that Sheena feels that way, but I think she like she always re- had that this little thing, and she out. I think she outgrew it. Yes, but I'm telling I you, will, I will never understand the appeal. I I never will. I don't of know Schwartz. what it is. Uh, yes, and now like the the bleach blonde hair. It, I, oh, that is a tra- that's a trap. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. But, that is an yeah. absolute. I, the hair was an absolute tragedy. I understood it in the very I understood beginning, it. but mm-hmm. I was also very young in the very beginning. So it's, it's interesting watching it back. Like we did the season three. I'm like, I don't even know what I like was thinking. But again. <laughs> My 34-year-old self is much different than, like, my <laughs> toxic 21-year-old tendency, so. Yeah. Last True. year, I went to TomTom, and mm-hmm. Tom Schwartz was there, and it, he's tall, and that does somehow make a difference, and I, tur- I turned around, mm. and I saw him, and I was like, oh, I get it now, because if mm-hmm. you don't see the height then you it really doesn't make sense. In the beginning, I do, it, I think it did because he was such a cutie. But like mm-hmm. even the last like five seasons, I'm like, what is attractive about him? So, when I saw him in person, I was like, okay. Because to me, yeah. he was just like such a like 
ogre looking guy on camera because you could see well because they'd zoom in and you'd see how like weathered he was you know what i mean but when you see him in person and he's like charming and shit he is so. he's very charming i me and my um friends and sean we went to sir years ago and he sat literally because it was crowded he sat right next to sean and he was just kind of like just just chatting like hey you know like just he was just very he's very easy to talk mm. to he's very charming and he is he's exactly how he presents himself on tv like he he will talk to anybody so mm-hmm. i do see mm-hmm. the i can see how someone can get like digmatized by him for five minutes <laughs> but mm-hmm. uh but he's not long-term goals well no. speaking of though like getting digmatized joe we finally are gonna see joe and if you missed it on two t's in a pod He's uh, one of them asks about Joe and he's like, she never lived there. OK, I don't, like that was some rumor that she lived there. Uh, but then, of course, when they're like, so you never slept together. He's like, well, I didn't say that. So <laughs> I, I'm curious how she's presented in this. Like, is she presented mm. as someone who lives there or is it like, oh, this chick who stays on the couch sometimes? Like, please, dude, we know she pretty much lived there. Right. Because yeah. because when Sheena came over to like redo his closet, didn't he say like, oh, that's just my friend Joe. Joe's yeah. stuff. Yep. Remember? Yes, he did. So I don't know if Shorts is a person of technicality. And I can guarantee she Yeah, right? I can guarantee she stayed there for like maybe six months and it was always like it was never a permanent situation. It was like, can I be can I stay here for a little bit while I look for a place? And and so that's what Schwartz is probably like. No, she didn't live with me. I just let her crash here for six to ten months. Semantics. <laughs> semantics, <laughs> semantics, semantics all the time. He it loves them. Up the I wall. know. Um, what was I going to say? I completely forgot because when you said semantics, it made me think of um, <laughs> just how much semant- how much he plays that game. He's like, no, it was yeah. just a little kiss. Or no, I didn't have sex. Or, it's just, That's so him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. What else are we getting in the trailer that I'm missing? Is that it? That's the main point. Um, oh, wait, no. Schwartz and Katie are in a love triangle. How could I forget? Oh, that? yeah. That, yeah, yeah. That's, I don't that like it. That one's weird. I don't, first of all, that that one I'm feeling like, is this for the show or is this for real? That like, one felt a little that, like. I don't yeah. like that at all. <laughs> this felt a little, that felt a little forced producery. Like, let's, mm-hmm. ha, like, I don't know. That one, TBD for me on whatever Agreed. the hell that is. I mean, I'm all for Katie hanging with the ladies for a little bit. Like, I think I'm all for that. But the fact that she's kissing both of them on camera, this pink haired chick, I'm like, all right. (laughs) It's just, it's just too, it's too, like the timing of it. Like, I don't understand it. Like, no, that, this feels forced. This feels like a storyline, not necessarily by Katie, but by producers. I don't know. One thing we see all the time on Bravo is that right after we have, like, these once-in-a-lifetime seasons, they really try to, like, play up, like, everything. they can. Like, they try to put a fire on every single cast member to try mm-hmm. to keep that stuff up. Like, Beverly Hills, when the Erica Jane stuff broke, like, that was, that was just a once-in-a-lifetime season. You weren't going to get another one of those. And then that next season, they just tried and tried and tried. It was like, okay, mm-hmm. like, yeah. girl, get half of y'all off this TV screen. Like nobody That was cares. last season, right? Not the current May- season. May- not this, not, but last season, right? Or was, was that two it two seasons ago? Why do I feel like it was more? It might have been, though. We had two seasons of putting Erica's feet to the fire. So that last, are you talking about the season with? Um, it was, it was, it was, it wasn't, <clears throat> last season was the season after. Okay, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. God, it feels like that was so, long, like four years ago now. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that felt like a different show. 
Beverly Hills years is like dog years. You just like it. It just it, well, it each takes so season much out is of so damn long. Oh, right. <laughs> their Beverly Hills seasons are incredible. Like they're they are Titanic long. Like it's just <laughs> goddamn Titanic on VHS. Like, I am stressed. <laughs> I literally like. I feel like I can watch my, the progression of my age through the season like as we're recapping i'm like i look so no, young in we the beginning did. no right. we did no that was that season we literally last season we felt like we were different we were changed people yeah <laughs> beginning to the last episode we looked like when we started out beverly hills last year like looking like obama his first year in presidency and came out looking like his last <laughs> we were so weathered it was the same type of feeling with covering Scandaval, though. I got to say, yeah. like, Scandaval, like, that felt like it never ended. There was a point in time. So Scandaval broke on March 3rd. Pia and I had just finished recording. And oh my God. I hap- I, kn- I looked at my text. We, we had literally been like, okay, bye, guys, or whatever. And we were just chit-chatting. Text message comes in. Then we we did a bonus episode, but like who would have like it never ended. Once that thing broke, I remember wanting to go like take a shower and almost wanted to leave like an away message. Like if anything happens, guys, just I'll be back. Just give me ten minutes because it was constantly happening. All the TMZ videos. I genuinely had to stay off of Instagram that day because I remember like you know it's already bad because like we all like follow like you know when you follow like so many accounts when something breaks everybody already posted but I've never seen it that bad I literally couldn't (laughs) scroll and all I saw was Tom Sandoval and Ariana's face I'm like it it was hour by hour like updates it was insane (laughs) and then I also at the time I'm pretty sure she does not live there anymore I live down the street from uh, Rachel so I was like sitting, I would be like, oh my God, am I going to spot her? I was like, slash, take a picture because that's my rent for the month. <laughs> right. Like, it's a rent for the year, maybe. That's why I was like, mm, I don't know. I understood the fatigue. Like, that was in March. And also, too, the weird thing about this year has been how much people resent Ariana getting all of these deals and I get she was she got very saturated because she I don't blame her said yes to everything but it's more like Mm -hmm. why did advertisers and why did brands find her to be so marketable that's like she didn't reach out to them they reached out to her I think that's because she does have an it factor about her she like Mm -hmm. I I really do and unfortunately not everybody has that and I think that's Lala's problem Lala's too polarizing like exactly and Mm -hmm. that's I think why she didn't get the same like response as Ariana did the like it's I think it's the easiest way to uh to get an example of of the differences is just looking at her Ariana's journey on Dancing with the Stars like she's I don't know if she's PR trained but she knows exactly how to answer questions Mm -hmm. and how not to sound too bitter when discussing things she's it's it's that is a skill and a talent and Lala is very explosive very expressive (laughs) and the the thing is she's the opposite Mm -hmm. but the thing is that does work for her in like spurts like she got so much money from send it to Daryl like she is entertaining in her own way but that's not gonna get you the like sponsors like a brand a brand wanting you to represent them it's great for the world of reality tv like there are a lot of people that were like it's a phenomenal reality TV star, but I don't want to see you anywhere like outside <laughs> of that space. Like I don't want you selling me anything that yeah. I, like I'm going to automatically think it's going to hurt me if I use it. Cause like, I don't, I don't trust you selling me sh- nothing, anything ish. And, and for the most part, Ariana 
like once the reunion was done and she got everything, I know people had some negative uh, feedback for her explosiveness at the reunion, but I felt like that was cathartic for her. She got everything nasty that she wanted to say out and she hasn't really done that since. I mean, she tries not for the most part not to actually really speak about uh, Tom or even mention his name unless asked mm-hmm. and she tries to keep it short and sweet she does not go into she doesn't go into bitter details she really tries her best to you like it's literally the saying she's taking lemons and making lemonade and if you guys are going to be mad about it that's your problem like that is your what is she supposed to say no no thank yes. you I'm not I'm not going to take Roxy right. because it's just not like no honestly these people we started Vanderpump Rules with watching a bunch of people who worked in the restaurant industry try to break into Hollywood and now she's done it and you're mad you're, you're mm-hmm. like you guys are you're mad she like I'm I would rather her make something of her life than stay in the same place and become bitter and, be, mm-hmm. and become dark Exactly. I actually have a feeling, too, that if all this stuff keeps panning out, she won't do Vanderpump Rules. That's what I hope for her. That's That's actually, that's the goal. (laughs) I think that, like, I truly, truly hope that this is one of her last seasons and she just Mm -hmm. leaves this part part of her life behind her. Mm -hmm. Because it's exhausting. Yeah, I hope he's stuck on it Uh until it's canceled. (laughs) Like, this is where you deserve to be. Like, us watching you try to like fail to open up all these restaurants that we don't care about all these going on reality tv shows where you're asking people to punch you in the face and like we don't we don't care about any of that let ariana win you stay in your place wow what would that show be like if like ariana like next season ariana's like i'm not i've decided not to come back to the show tom would be in heaven tom would spend his entire time bad mouthing her talking all this shit about her Oh, ew. Actually, the show would take a really weird turn. Question for both of y'all. Do you think they would pivot and then, like, bring some polarizing people back to the show? Like a Jax? Uh, I know they're doing, like, their own whatever I'm very confused by the spinoff that they are doing. No like, one knows. <laughs> just, do, just bring them back to the show. Like, it was right. really not necessary to do a whole spinoff, but that's, yeah. whatever. That's mm. fine, I guess. I, don't, I almost <laughs> feel like, is this their, like, audition tape to see if people even want to see them on? If, like, how they, like, you know what I I mean like their ultimate like, girl strip right like like is this they're like almost testing them to see if they still have it or if audience even like are still interested in them before they put them back on Vanderpump but like isn't that a bigger risk like here's a whole show just with them can they bring an audience like that's a lot of money to put up just put them on True. the cast and see the feedback from fans yeah, yeah. you know I what know. I mean yeah mm-hmm. it's so but yeah, I think I think very as soon as she can, I think Ariana is like, yeah, I'm good with reality TV. I don't need my entire. And also, I'm this okay. I know everyone keeps giving them shit for not opening up the sandwich shop, and they're not believing them when they say it's an, an inspector thing. It is a real thing. Inspectors <laughs> are on a schedule, and they will only like you have to book them so far out. So like, if you don't pass an inspection, it'll be like, and that's another month and a half until they can come back out. And as you know, like every day you're not open, you're not making money, you're losing money. Uh-huh. So yeah. it is a to- it is a total fucking pain, and it does seem like it's just a lie. But why would they pretend? To- to open a sandwich shop yeah i i think it's easier for us emily to understand because we're in where we you've been in the restaurant business and understand the actual paperwork and logistics it's it is a hard thing and then we live here 
So yeah. I was just around that area. Like they are, they're rezoning things. So that like they had to take the whole mm. front part. They had to take the whole, they want, they want to make Santa Monica um, walkable. So where they had oh. their patio. Yeah. That, yeah. So that's part of the reason that's another delay. So they oh. had to move that front part out. And I think they're putting that on this. There's like a little side thing. So that's where they're putting. So it's, it's just honestly paperwork. And I know that's a boring answer and it seems like a BS answer, but it truly is what it, what, what's going on. It's not like, and I think people should give them a little bit more grace because I actually feel like the trajectory of when they said that they were going to do it to now is actually normal for what it takes to open up a restaurant, which is really complex and complicated. Mm -hmm. Um, in comparisons to Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval, like they're the reason why they didn't open was because they were all over the place they had no real direction and they had just a they, they just weren't focused and i think this is just a clerical yeah. thing and once totally once they can they get the approval from all the right people it will be open like this because i think it's yeah. actually no designed. it's totally ready to go like it is yeah. fully ready to go mm. they are literally just waiting which happened to me on one of the restaurants i opened and it sucks because you're like making up shit to do because you don't have anything <laughs> to do until they come back so they will open it they're just yeah. waiting, They're waiting on the stupid inspector. Go. I've walked um, past the space. It's there. Yeah, <laughs> it's there. And like, why would anyone open up a, a sandwich shop just to be a retail like shop? The people right. are like, it's a front for merch. I'm like, that's a really, ex- you could just do an online store. You don't need a front for merch. You just do an online store. Right. Make an Etsy. Get out of what here. What are you talking about? People, and is it pretty on the inside? Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, it's, yes. it's really, it's really nice. I think the aesthetic is really beautiful. And again, I think, and and it's, they're also, they don't have that much merch, guys. I think that they only release mm. another thing just so people, just to keep people interested mm-hmm. into like, it's not like they're doing it every week, like new merch, new merch. It's like, they did one big drop, they did, and then they did the socks. Like, relax. <laughs> it wasn't, right? not, it, yeah. Omarosa, may I also say that I find you to be a fucking guzzling Republican You have probably heard of the term microdosing. If you haven't, just know that everybody's doing it. No, I'm just kidding. You know that feeling after a workout or a nice long hot shower when you're relaxed and you're focused, but you're still a little energized, you're like in the zone? Well, that's what microdosing can help you get to. And you can stay there a little longer too because you're microdosing. Now, you probably know that I do enjoy weed, but there are times when I just want the relaxation or the pain or muscle tension relief or like a little mood boost, but I don't want to get high. And that's what microdose gummies are perfect for. It's a low dose, micro dose, and you can build upon it or you can take just one and you just feel, it's kind of hard to describe. I took them all through BravoCon. I was handing them out. And they just make you feel less anxious. You do not feel stoned. And because I can't handle being really stoned in public. That is not my thing. So these these would be great if you're doing a lot of family stuff for the holidays and you just want to relax, but you don't want to get high. Boom. Microdosing, baby. There we go. To learn more about microdosing THC, go to microdose.com and use code SHESPEAKS to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Again, that's microdose.com, code SHESPEAKS, microdose.com. Code she speaks for 30% off. Shut up! That is so stupid. 
Support for today's episode comes from Jenny Kane, and I'm so excited because I need to update my winter wardrobe desperately. I love Jenny Kane. It's so California girl, like me. Their staples just make it easier to get dressed. You want to think minimalist, effortless, but totally refined, you know? They have really luxurious cashmere sweaters, really iconic accessories, but they have the best elevated basics. Oh my God. And their home essentials are to die for. Jenny Kane is here to help you live your best holiday season yet. And for a limited time, our listeners get 15% off their first order. Go to JennyKane.com and use the code she speaks to get 15% off. Anything you buy at Jenny Kane is a smart investment. Everything is timeless. It's so well made. It's like smart dressing. In any season, but especially this season, their sweaters are the it item. Lately, I'm obsessed with the Flynn cashmere sweater. It's the perfect wear with anything v-neck. And that cashmere half sip. Ooh, it's such a good everyday staple. They are back in must-have shades, and you can bet I'm adding both to my cart. ASAP. And also holiday gifting. Oh, there's no better stocking stuffer than one or more of Jenny Kane's cashmere accessories from beanies and gloves to the coziest socks. Everything is so luxe and everyone will love it. The Brooklyn Lug Boot is a cold weather classic and the Leather Lug Mule is my new favorite. And they have a rewards program. You can earn up to 10% back with every purchase and joining is completely free. Gift yourself and your loved ones the best gift of all, Jenny Kane. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code SHESPEAKS at JennyKane.com. That's 15% off your first order at J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E dot com and use code she speaks. Let getting dressed be one last thing you got to worry about. And I sleep better at night knowing that you're not in the White House. Let's get off of Vanderpump for one second and let's go through what we've already, what we've gone through this year of 2023. You know what I did not realize and I do this, this happens every year. I didn't realize that Salt Lake City, the it was the premiere, uh, the last season was still ending and still airing at the start of this year. Uh huh. The Black Eye. Oh yeah. The- God. Yeah, that like had us in a chokehold and like the d- dumbest chokehold. Yeah. And they went right to Ultimate Girls Trip right after that and talked about it for another eight episodes. So <laughs> and we wonder- still wonderful don't time. know. Also, another thing that happened this year: Jersey became unwatchable. Officially un watchable i can like anytime there's a jersey update i'm like i could not care less yeah don't care you make no care. changes to the cast and you expect us to want to watch did you not get the feedback <laughs> right i can't i can't jersey has always been for a while now a really hard sell for me simply because yes. they keep leaning into Teresa versus melissa and i'm like you can only beat me over the head with the same storyline so many times i get it Y'all hate each other. What do you yeah. want me to do with this information? I, there's nothing I need from this. The newbies, mm. Mm. not nearly as entertaining enough to like draw me in. They're mm-hmm. not a draw. Like if I'm there, okay, I'm glad you're there, but they're not a draw. Like Jersey needs a complete overhaul. Like I'm only interested if they do like a Jersey uh 
what is it like a Jersey Legacy? Like they've been doing like the Legacy show. That's the like show. Like a I Caroline, want. yeah, Caroline, I'm yes. Dina, Teresa, Jacqueline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I want Give Mel- me that. I know I have a lot. There's a lot of Melissa stands, but like I would like the first first season. Uh, cast of Jersey because I think that was the be- one of the best seasons. Oh my mm-hmm. god, seasons one and two of Jersey. They're like a different show, honestly. Because one hundred Danielle Staub. I mean, like two Danielle Staub. I was. I think she was unappreciated in her time mm-hmm. because she her. It's natural to not want a Danielle Staub. Like before you realize <laughs> what they're bringing, it's like ah, make her go away. It's so she chaotic. She wore a wife beater and a glitter skirt to the season two reunion. Like, yeah, you, you can't ask for TV like that anymore. Give it that. I watched the reunion like I rewatch it so often. Like that is one of my <laughs> go to like background shows because me too. everything from like Teresa shoving Andy like down <laughs> yes. on the couch, them immediately attacking Danielle, like from literally from the word go. Like <laughs> that reunion is just like a wild time. Like I- those first four reunions, honestly, are just well, no. Two through four are yeah. amazing. Yeah. I think we're onto something, guys, because also it would be a, a fresh story because they're ha- they have so much history, Caroline and um, Teresa, and now um, what, uh, what's her name, Jacqueline and Teresa are back on speaking terms. It, to like right. to see to see the dynamics of that and bring back Danielle as well to see and even bring on uh, what's her name, the one that uh, always had the runway shows. Kim, Kim, Kim G, Kim, Kim G, Kim D, Kim, bring oh, her ass D. back. Bring her little st- uh, stir the pot ass back too. Yeah, I'm like, let's go. Bring Wait. on the cousins. Um, do I don't y'all know. Think, do y'all think Dina would do it if they did it, like the legacy? Because that that would be interesting. Like, if they I mean, actually got Caroline and Dina in the same room. I mean, I if I, I would give her an invitation. I don't know. Dina is always <laughs> is. It depends on her mood. Yeah, Dina. Yeah. Dina is very. I I wonder if Caroline being there would make it so that she wouldn't want to do it. Mm. She might do it in a friend of capacity. Yeah, but Only honestly, Teresa, Dina's all, Dina's always disappointing when you you think you want her back, but then she comes back and you're like, oh, never mind. Yeah, you know, we're good. I only want her if Caroline's there. Like, yeah. I want yes. y'all to like. And they're willing sit down to film talk. together. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's the only re- the way I need Dina there. Honestly, yes. I could I I could go. I need to get rid of. Um, What's her name? Pigtails. I know she doesn't have them. Margaret. Oh. Margaret. Bye bye. All, all of the. All she's too mm. much. She's becoming an arena for me, and it's too damn much. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm. I think Jersey could do exactly what the Roni thing was: full reboot, and then do a legacy. Yeah. Full mm-hmm. reboot legacy because people still do want to see like the nostalgia, or they think they do at least. Let's see how this Roni legacy ultimate girls trip thing goes i don't know how that i mean i'm sure people are gonna love it maybe but who knows like you kind of think you want the old stuff back and then sometimes I'm, you're like i just i take it back i didn't want the old stuff when it was on so i know I, kendrick, I and, watching, I, but, kendrick you know. and i are the like unpop we have the unpopular opinion that we like we don't ever need to see the legacy of roni like i no. didn't watch um oh i'm Luan's, not watching i didn't watch the mm-hmm. luann sonia spinoff me neither. It was neither. too. It was too. Um, Paris Hilton, Simple Life for me, but not mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah. And like Simple it's just, a, and, and they just, they just do like bits now. Like it's like a show, a Sonia shtick, a Luann shtick. Right. Exactly. Okay. I was like, I, I didn't need it. I didn't need it. Don't need it. I think I yeah. accidentally watched one episode when I was watching Dishes, but that was about it. <laughs> yeah. But like with a, a Jersey reboot, I'm like, give me like Mob Wives. 
Like, oh god, me- I love Mob Wives. Yeah, oh like let's gosh. go that route. Like I'm so down to go that route with like a whole new cast, and and then you can give us like the legacy Jersey cast. Like I season think that's one. I think that's also what I miss about New Jersey because I'm like the Manzos felt like a mob family to me, and I'm like. <laughs> I well, I, I mean, need that I need that energy. I need that energy. The, all the stories that were coming out about Dina and all them. I mean, uh, yeah, we're like, oh, so that was off. real. But <laughs> when that, you when you go back and rewatch Jersey, like knowing what we know now, like after like Dina's had like the you know hit out on her, basically. Yeah. When you watch this, there's a scene where she take she gets her dog trained by some other like sheriff guy who's like their friend and they're like Mm -hmm. they're training like attack dogs it's like oh this has a darker tone now (laughs) but that's what makes that this i'm like that story is so much more interesting right to me than the dynamics of the judy the was it the gorgas like i I, I, like i'm so over it i like you guys don't like each other okay i don't need you guys to like each other i'm so i don't care not at all I don't care. I can't do it anymore. I'm so fucking done. And I have, I have no teams on that either. You, oh, no. You, can just, you can't watch Jersey with teams because they're all just bad. It's no, like, everyone's okay. a villain. Everyone. <laughs> I, yeah. It's, everybody's it's too exhausting. Contri- every single mm-hmm. person is contributing to why that, that dynamic can't work. And if everyone doesn't realize that, that's, it will ne- no one will ever get anywhere. Exactly. exactly. And it's exactly. always a stalemate. So, I'm good. I'm not, I'm definitely not going to watch next season. This coming, mm-hmm. I'll see clips online. That counts. That's enough. I'm That's only enough. slightly interested because I want to see how um, uh, the one what, what's her name who was Melissa's BFF ended up being oh really good Jackie. Jackie. That's the only thing I'm interested in, and in the rift between her and Margaret. That, that's the only thing I'm interested in. Jackie has been fighting to get that title card back, like for her life. She mm-hmm. has been wanting it. It's it's crazy that some people, like when they're an actual housewife, can't hold my attention like but that much. But when they become a friend of, it's like every opportunity in the world they take, and it's like okay, I kind of yeah. see why you're sticking around. But then you bring them back full time, and it's like okay, no, I want you gone again. It happens yeah. all the time. Too much it does, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so. I want to touch a little bit, Pia. I don't know if you watch. Do you watch Married to Medicine? No, that's okay. Because <laughs> I know, I know. Oh um, don't worry, you'll I be beat watch. up in the comments plenty for not watching it. Everyone, <laughs> everyone is already like, Pia, how can you not watch? How can you not watch? I was planning on watching the season because Phaedra was on, but I haven't started it. And well, that's exactly what makes me want to talk about that. So Phaedra, can I just that- say first? We'll, Please, I, I didn't watch last night's episode, but you, I'm, I don't know if you're going to talk about it or not, but um. If you do go back and watch Marriage to Medicine, start with season one, episode one. Like, you have to start at the beginning. The cast barely ever changes, and it's for a reason. Like, they are so good together. It's so ridiculous. Mariah isn't there anymore, but Mariah was such a big part of this cast, and it's all just... It's amazing. I've seen episodes here and there, and I will tell you, I enjoy it every time. I just, I think it's one of those things where I got, I didn't realize it was good until it was too late, and I'm like, damn, I'm behind. Yeah. yeah Dr. Yeah. Heavenly is an absolute menace, and you'll you'll love it. What's Kendrick, what's so funny about you saying that is I had someone DM me, and they're like, look, I haven't watched Married to Medicine, but I want to get into it. What season should I start with? And I, and I said, look, I'm not as much of a connoisseur of Married to Medicine as I am of other shows. <laughs> not a however, connoisseur. However, Kendrick. Kendrick would tell mm-hmm. you, I'm like, Kendrick knows it all. But I go, but to be honest, if you ask Kendrick, he's just going to tell you, you have to start from season one, episode one. And you, you literally verbatim, I can like pull up the DM. I knew you were going <laughs> to say that. He loves they, Mariah so much. I'm ah. telling you, there's like, 
you know, shows on Bravo, there are ones we always tell people, no, skip this one or start here. Yeah, I Marriage do that all the time. has never had a bad season, and that's why they're Bravo's Ooh. best show. Like, no, it, a lot happens <laughs> on Married to Medicine. But the point of me bringing this up is Phaedra's, Phaedra going to Married to Medicine, It this always happens with Phaedra, I feel. We think mm. we want her back. We think she's going to give us all this. <laughs> then she kind of gives us nothing. She's giving us nothing? Ah, uh, she just sets stuff up a lot, but she's not like we. She's supposed to like. It always makes me. There's a line that Mariah says that's mm-hmm. you're not even married to medicine, Damn. and that is what I keep <laughs> wanting to say to Phaedra because I'm like, if you're not going to show your boyfriend that's a doctor, then mm-hmm. you. This is kind of unfair. So she just she's just playing producer plant, and she's just staging things that the that the producers want to see happen. But she's not really like getting in the mix. She's not really fighting with people. She's trying to stay out of everything, and that see, that's always what, disappoints me. That's what got her ass in trouble in the first place, mm-hmm. playing producer, because she played producer the wrong yep. way and gets her yep. herself into some, some issues. Because Phaedra, mm-hmm. when she just lets go and just become, it's just talent. She's phenomenal. I've yes. literally gone back and watched just things of Phaedra, like just uh, t- speaking, and it's she's great. Or if she's like reacting to Portia not knowing what the Underground Railroad is, <laughs> like, like baby, there weren't real tracks. <laughs> like, <laughs> like her explaining the Underground Railroad to Portia was amazing. Like you don't need that to is do anything. Cinema, cinema. or oh or letting people ask about your fraudulent timeline of pregnancy like um that was that, funny like you mm-hmm. don't need to do anything but be you show up you are yes. the moment yes. that is one clip of uh like housewives that no matter how many times i see it up and down my timeline i always stop and watch it because phaedra really sat at a table full of mothers and tried to convince them that it was okay for her baby to be delivered at six months and everyone's like that's not right. She's like, like if no. they're fully formed, if they're fully right. formed. Child, the I don't know. Is- I don't know when it could. This baby could come out in five months, six right. months, 12 well, months. You, I just don't My due know. date was August 25th or September 1st. Like, <laughs> what? Phaedra. I, I think of Nini going, shut up. That is so stupid all the time. Phaedra yeah. said, I need some advice. And Nini's like, I think you should leave him in. <laughs> 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 okay, because both between her, Phaedra, and Nini, like I, oh, I literally, Atlanta. like I literally oh. watch compilations of those two, and I, I swear to God, like gold. It's the same mm-hmm. thing with Nini. Nini had gotten into a habit of producing at the end too, which got her, her in trouble. And if they just both just allowed everything to just happen and just react like they normally would, they would be fine. They, everybody needs to stop playing producer. Kyle needs to stop playing producer. Everybody needs to just live. Live in the moment. Yes. Yes, Yes, that's when they all get in trouble, for sure. And we can always see it as the audience. We're always very aware of what's happening. Absolutely. Uh We're not stupid, okay? (laughs) Um, Okay, for a show that... Kendrick, I don't think you watch this show anymore. Summer House, right? You stopped watching Summer House, or maybe you never did. I stopped when they got Hannah off the boat. Because I was like, oh, this is going to be boring. Because then the next season was like... Kyle and Amanda's wedding. I was like, nope, nope, I'm out. I'm out. Were you a Can't Hannah fan? I not necessarily a Hannah fan, but you know, I I gravitate towards the TV villains always, and I always think a show needs a good villain. So I thought like when she joined, it finally like 
got good, like the, the three through five. I was like, okay, this is this is watchable TV right here. But then she left. I was like, oh, I don't know about this anymore. You well, know, last I, season of Summer House was an absolute torture chamber. So yeah, yeah. this much. It was the most tumultuous experience covering a show I've ever experienced ever <laughs> in my life because it was Lindsay versus Danielle. And the oh, yeah. audience with Lindsay, the audience is either a super stan or a super hater. Yes. Like you cannot be neutral on Lindsay. And so this was my first time having started a season on the main feed and then taking it to the Patreon. Cause I was like, you guys are mm. nuts. Like I was getting, D- I was getting like 20 DMS after every recap. Like I cannot believe you have that to say about Lindsay, whether it be good or bad. So Lindsay and, um, has, Lindsay has a intense fan base. <laughs> that's, that's like why I barely cover Jersey anymore because. Oh, I, I like Summer House and Jersey are equal for me. Those two in Potomac, like I almost Pot- hate touching. Oh, any that's, a lot of, that's a lot of shows. <laughs> it is. I'm like, I kind of hate all three of y'all. Like, I, I was don't, like, I don't want to go. Yeah. But you know what? That's that. That is a common denominator. It's it's there. There needs to be a like within all of those casts. Like they're harping on shit that we don't care care about, and, and it's making it not fun. It's making it dark, mm-hmm. and we're, we need to be able to move past some of some of this stuff so we can like have new storylines. And I feel like that's what's happening on all three of those shows right now. Yes. Which is, it's, I, I keep hearing the same feedback. Like people are saying it's starting to become really hard to watch Potomac. It's starting to become like Ooh, really yeah. hard to, it's you know brutal. what I mean? And it's, and it's because people are just like harping on within that cast on like old shit and not really allowing. Well, they need to go back to blame shit- everything on Michael Darby. Like yeah. that's the only yes. way they'll get back on track. <laughs> just blame it on Michael Darby and we can get this show back. I kind of miss but- him though. We, <laughs> we, j- we had this horrible epiphany last week on, was it on your pod? I think when we recorded the Friday episode. For okay. Yours. That's right. That's yeah. right. And Kendrick realized he's like the common, de- the common enemy being Michael Darby really held that show together. It was mm-hmm. the nucleus. All of them could at least unite yeah. On Michael Darby being a total creep. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, well, who's asking Michael grab this week? Oh, wait, who do you say he want to suck away? What? What, what is happening? I know. And he, <laughs> Every and season. He's, and he's so, he's such a little, like, troll villain. He kind of reminds me of- Oh, what, yeah, what, Gollum. Gollum, yes. or I was thinking, what's that character's name in The Simpsons who's, like, super rich? He reminds Mr. Me, Burns. Mr. Burns. He reminds me of Mr. Burns. <laughs> like, when he's, like, trying to cheers uh, freaking, um, what's her name's Robin's husband. Like, he, <laughs> like, he's just, like, a character, and I'm like, I need that element. Like, yes, <laughs> because this season with the, like, Wendy's mom has a shrine and all of this See, bullshit that, is that's so bad. Kind of, that kind of stuff gets, that's going to piss me off because that kind of mm. stuff gets real dark. And it's like, we're not going to, we're not doing that because you guys are just making this, this is, that's why I'm getting mad. Like, last season was like the whole, um, uh, Chris, what's her name? Chris, Chris and Giselle. Yeah, like, bringing se- se- the Sesame Street character, like, they're making <laughs> shit up. We don't need to make <laughs> stuff up when Michael Darby, because he is doing it there's footage of it like uh-huh. we like and then like also the wand stuff like we could have gotten more wand stuff there's footage of that like i want i want people to like stop making things up and i want receipts i want mm-hmm. real shit like because uh-huh. i so don't care i so don't care this season and that's I, yeah. sad because yeah if you had told me like potomac followed by married to medicine was my sunday night on bravo 
Oh, I I don't care what plans I had. Every Sunday for 18 weeks or however long, I would have canceled all plans. Like, that was my night. Now I don't give a damn. I just wait. I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll watch Married to Medicine Live where I'll just watch both the next day because, no, no, I'm sorry. I can't do it. I, I cannot do it this season. It's just. Yeah, no, the <sighs> only show that I am look I look forward to right now on Bravo consistently now, which I never thought I would say, is uh, Southern Charm. Uh, right mm. <laughs> because i like it, it's not it like it's, that's not always the case but this season i have just enjoyed so much i don't feel any anxiety when i watch it i don't ha- i can almost turn my brain off a little bit when i watch it like all the housewives i'm constantly because they're always they're always just you know doing like doing, doing the most something. and mm-hmm. i'm like having to like read between lines and see what mm-hmm. their next move i'm like playing chess. hills i'm playing chess <laughs> when i watch uh all of the housewives beverly hills and all that what southern charm i could just relax and just, just soak in the mess because it's just simple we hate austin and shep yeah <laughs> well to now i see you with kefa i don't care about kefa listen i love the holidays but they're a little stressful I'm a little stress sweaty during the holidays under all my sweaters and things, but I'm telling you, I always smell good. And that's because I use Lumi. I discovered Lumi when I had a new smell down in my bikini area. And this was the first time I learned that the whole body can actually get B.O. I thought it was just an armpit thing. It's not. And Lumi was created by an OBGYN who was tired of the vagine being blamed for odors down there. People were booking appointments with her like, something's wrong. And she's like, it's not. It's just body odor. So simple. But also like makes total sense. Lumi is clinically proven to block odor all day long thanks to its one-of-a-kind pH-optimized formula. And they've got over 275,000 five-star reviews to show for it. And mine is one of them. Lumi is also baking soda free paraben free and you can use it anywhere pits under boobs thigh folds belly buttons butt cracks vulvas feet and it is proven to last for up to 72 hours but i do recommend showering in that time frame Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, a cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code SHESPEAKS at lumideodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit lumideodorant.com and use code SHESPEAKS. How could you do this to me? When my dad moved here from Florida, he needed all the doctors. He needed a cardiologist. He needed a general practitioner. He needed an ear doctor or hearing doctor, whatever whatever those ones are called. I tell everybody I know about ZocDoc because I feel like we don't know where to look for good doctors. Because also you find a good doctor and then they don't take your insurance. And it just is a hassle. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find amazing doctors and book your appointments online. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated, patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter for ones specifically who take your insurance or are located near you and treat almost any condition that you're searching for. These doctors have all been verified from actual real patients, not bots. The average wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc is between just 24 and 48 hours. 
That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. Once you find the doctor that you want, you can book them immediately with just a few app taps. No more waiting awkwardly on hold with the weird receptionist who doesn't really like her job. I have used this for my own appointments, but my dad has used this for all of his new doctors. He is so impressed and he is hard to impress. Go to ZocDoc.com slash she speaks and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash she speaks. ZocDoc.com slash she speaks. I will be a fun with your boyfriend. I don't care about people. I pie. You're both hot. Um, okay. Something else we got this year that was fabulous was Summerhouse Martha's Vineyard. Ooh. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. That was exactly what we needed. Um, someone told me that it actually wasn't originally going to be a summer house. It was just going to be a show, you know, like mm. Martha's Vineyard or whatever. And then they thought for like recognition's sake, they'd put it behind the summer house. Um, but I just call it Martha's Vineyard because it's not a summer house. It feels like a different show. I get the yeah. concept they want to make it that way, but it was such a great cast. I'm excited everyone's back, even Bria. I am too. It's, I, I really, really, really enjoyed this show. I'm nervous. I, I had uh, Amir on the podcast. Yeah, you did. At some point. And I, like, we talked about, like, I hope they bring Mariah back because it feels like he, he wants to continue that beef. Like, he is not <laughs> done with that beef at all. So, like, I hope we get that kind of stuff. But I also feel like he's, like, I think he's going to have a heel turn soon. Like, I think that he's enjoying the spotlight a lot very much and i think it's gonna start coming across on camera and that's gonna be kind of fun for me to see Mm -hmm. (laughs) i never liked him oh really really? (laughs) no i thought i I saw through him from the moment he's like plays this like i'm innocent like i'm like stand up for when i i I don't like him i something about him i don't trust it Mm -hmm. i was blinded (laughs) i was blinded by his dumb beauty because he's cute and dumb, and I love that mm-hmm. in men. Like he was like he reminded me of Brian Benny, Brian Benny. <laughs> from Family Karma. So like they they had the same, and, and I think we were cover we had just covered Family Karma too. Mm-hmm. So like we were coming off of that. So I was I was blind to it. I don't I don't think I thought he was like the best person by any means, but seeing how much he loves the spotlight now, yeah. Ooh, okay, can, yeah. Can I ask a question since we're on that topic? Uh, did both of you watch? Winter House, you know I don't watch yeah. that either. How was I'm not, Jordan? I'm not on, caught up. Oh. oh, oh, how was Jordan on Winter House? Oh, boring, <laughs> boring. Oh, and I but want so badly to like her, that. but she's so fucking boring. And I'm like, you remember I said that when we were when we were like touching on this, like you know throughout the season, I kept saying I'm like something about Jordan. I don't know what it is, but I I don't know. Reality TV might be not be the move for her. I don't know, and it's. Maybe that sums it up. I don't know. I think the thing is, I I like Jordan, but I think that she's just I don't she I don't think you're ever she's she's very observant, and because she's so observant, she knows mm. like she's never she's never gonna give you like the the only mess that you ever got from Jordan so far in Winter House was when she had a moment of weakness and was like crying about. What, that one girl uh, kissing Corey, even though like she like that was the only moment, and she woke up the next morning like get your shit together, never let that moment happen again, and she never mm-hmm. did. Um, mm-hmm. But I think she's very controlled, and she's very aware of how she uh, comes off, and it's not that it's inauthentic by any means. It's just no, it's like, not she's, inauthentic. It's just it's, she's naturally kind of dull. I think she's naturally kind of 
I, the thing is, I bet you if you hung out with her off camera, you would see a diff. I just don't think she's going to allow that. you. To, I don't think she's going to allow you to see her be a mess. Yep. I agree. <laughs> and that's and that's and that's kind of the the whole cat. Like if we had taken out Malia and even all the below deck people, I just don't think I enjoy having below deck people mm. off of below deck. Mm-hmm. I think I like keeping them there. And it's to the fact that they picked Malia to go on this cast. So I haven't watched the last two weeks of Winter House. Because, like, I go to put it on. I'm like, I don't even fucking care. <laughs> I agree. I actually don't care about Winter House. Uh, my friend Sherla was like, just watch. And I binged it. And I think I enjoyed it more as a binge as opposed yes. to week to week. And that's exactly why I'm waiting. Because I'm like, I will watch a bunch in a row. Because then if I'm at least, like, in the world a little bit. But, mm-hmm. like, them trying to cliffhang stuff like it really matters when we know these re- like that's kind of why if you're gonna do these shows it needs to just be another excuse I guess for more drama from the other shows they're on yeah, yeah. and so this is the first round with these people I don't want another round with Malia though I really do or Katie like I don't need the <laughs> b- below deck people to be there but like I don't know there's without having Paige and Lindsay drama I'm like I don't really know what I'm watching these this thing for I agree I think we can I think that they picked the wrong people from Below Deck. They did. Be, I think that what we sh- what we should have gotten was the people from Captain Lee's boat. Um, I think we should have got um, Gary. Uh, mm. I forget the what's her name, and then there because there's a little there was a love triangle there. Putting them. In oh house. yeah, that oh. that would have been better. Yeah, we need something. They, we need them coming in with drama. Yeah, yeah, what what they're gonna do across the thing, which I'm not mad about. They just need to pick people pick a few people from each show that already have like weird dynamics and yep. put them in the house yep. together. Cause then that like makes- an ultimate girl strip. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I just think that they picked the wrong below deck people. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. There we go. That's exact. Cause I don't want to see Malia again. Um, and Danielle, I don't want to just see Danielle being kind of embarrassing over a guy. Like, I want to maybe watch her and Lindsay work it through or something. But obviously they couldn't have both because that would have been crazy. I I'm, I know I'm probably going to get a lot of heat for this. But Danielle, I don't know. Like, she's she, she's newly single and I get it. But it's giving me the season when she was pursuing Jordan and how embarrassing that was for her. That's what this is. about that season. And that is what it's giving me right now. And I'm like, Danielle, like you cannot do this to yourself again. Like, <laughs> please. Wait. Was that I'm, – I'm trying to make sure I'm like – was that the guy that had like erectile dysfunction? Yes. Okay. The one. Yes. Okay. <laughs> the one. The one that people kind of thought yeah. was like possibly mm-hmm. yes. Um. That's and she was and she. <laughs> and that's yeah. what it's giving me. And she was so. And the thing it, 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 it's that it's I, I I I beg of her please stop doing it. like she is like embarrassing herself with this man mm-hmm. like. You don't, and she's so beautiful, and she has so yes. many things to, to offer, and and it always pisses me off when she she does this. And I'm like, I need Amanda to like be a friend and be like, get your shit together and stop doing this. Like, do, why, do not. So why did I'm I'm like behind on all things Summer House and Winter House? Why did her and the Robert guy not work out? 
Do we not know that? Or <laughs> Well, they broke up off camera, so we didn't actually see it. But it's like they, the writing was on the wall. That man did not want to oh. do anything in terms of like taking the next step or mm-hmm. growing up mm-hmm. even. And uh, I think it's it's completely for the best. But I, I do love mm-hmm. on that note, I do love Danielle's total honesty about the breakup. Like she isn't sugarcoating yes. it and making it seem like she's it was mutual. Like she's making it pretty clear that she even admits that she kind of saw him and thought maybe something could happen. And he was like, no, like she told that story. And I was like, you don't have to say that. And that's some honesty. So thank you. And that's why I love Danielle on the show, because she's she is very open and Mm -hmm. she isn't trying to hide anything. Mm -hmm. Um, I just need people like Amanda, who are her friend to like. Mm-hmm. like help help her out like girl like, like she did kind of try to help because she was like we're just gonna pretend like she didn't have a meltdown about it and move on but I was like but, but I but and we should do that but then you tell her secretly how it's looking so that Not way the she, hell off. so yeah, she doesn't exactly. continue doing that the whole season and that's her storyline totally okay for the last thing we'll chat about and then we'll go to the chat um and so for the chat if you guys want to throw any questions in the chat I'll go through them is the Bethany reality reckoning that began this year. I know. I know. It's I'm like so the, glad it's almost 2024. Let's leave that shit in 2023. That's 100%. <laughs> because the fact that Bethany is still just doing these like public Bravo bashing episodes on her podcast and not just working behind the scenes with a bunch of reality stars to make a union form, come up with their goals, whatever, Mm -hmm. just shows that this was never about helping other reality stars and getting like fair pay or whatever. She was pissed because she's like, I could have been making royalties all this time on all these shows. I'm like, are you broke? Did you need the royalty check? Like what in the (laughs) hell? Why did this become so urgent for you? But you, she just keeps having like, bitter people on and like the Nini interview was a joke and I'm so glad Nini has scrubbed Bethany from her whole Instagram and she's like followed Bravo TV because in the interview I didn't listen to the whole thing because it was very painful Nini's talking about what it's like to be a black woman in reality TV and a black woman on Bravo and at no point does Bethany go yeah your experience is going to be different than mine no at every point it feels like she's like "Uh uh-huh yes I know exactly what you're talking about Nini and I'm like <laughs> you Bethany, Bethany needs to touch grass. She's fucking out of her Truly. mind. She's yes. like, I think that she was triggered when the cast, who I think she doesn't even think was on her radar or is like nothing on Bravo in her opinion, when the cast of Vanderpump Rules went to the White House for that correspondence dinner, I think that mm. took her the fuck over the edge. She uh-huh. said, Oh, hell no. Because I feel like once that happened, all of a sudden, all of a sudden. You know, now that I think about it, Bethany reminds me of Mr. Burns. <laughs> ah, that's... <laughs> like, You're not all wrong. Like, all like mm-hmm. schemy and like yeah. rich with her yeah. with her money. And she's like, excellent. Like just, I mean, and, and I'll never forgive her for that fucking video where her, where she's eaten the seafood in her hotel. That was it's so like, gross. It's like not Whoa. fair that I ever, I like, I can't get the visual out of my head or the sounds, the sounds of it. Like I didn't even try to watch it. I keep scrolling, but it's still in there. It's still in there. I can still hear it. Like what the fuck was that? Her face Whoa. in that moment looks like the villain in um, Emperor's New Groove. That one lady, like, like it was so oh. close. It was so like, 
Like, it was scary. Like, I'm not even, and it's just, it's not about looks. It was just like, she looked deranged. Wait, like, remember, remember on Roni, it's one of the few times Ramona was spot on. Dorinda had all those scary Halloween decorations. Uh-huh. And she had the one of the woman who was like biting her hand and her eyes are all big. And Ramona goes, oh my God, it looks like Bethany crying. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay, why did that sound? Emily always takes me out with her her housewives impressions because I, I felt like Ramona entered the chat and I was a little scared. <laughs> like, how'd you get in here? Right, who allowed you? <laughs> okay, let's see. I'm going to go to the chat, guys, and let's see what we've got. We've got a lot of chats. We've got a lot of agreements. A lot of people, oh my God, mm-hmm. Pia, you are so right. Kendrick <laughs> with a laughy face. Okay, my let's chat see. stopped working. So I just got out. You can't even see it on, uh, really? I can see I'm it. I'm just domed. No, I'm just domed. I don't know what. <laughs> I've given up. I okay. I see. I can see some of them. I, well, I see all of them, but. The hotel crab broil will haunt me for the rest of my days, says Kelly. Oh, Agreed. It will. Emily, can you do a one-woman show of Bravo impressions? No. <laughs> I actually think that'd be fun if you did like a special, like an hour special. There you go. <laughs> Work on, on that material. Awesome. Yes, let's, let's let's rent out a little theater here, NoHo, and let's do it. Okay, I'm actually that actually sounds kind of fun. Um, okay, Kendrick, <laughs> I've got another one for you. Kendrick did answer this already, but someone Uh-oh. Lisa J is asking your opinion on Robin currently. Um, I'm still a stan. <laughs> I know that's shocking to everyone. No, Potomac. I'm kind of out of altogether yeah. right now. Yeah. But I am, I'm watching when like I have to do content about something or like record. Uh, my opinion about the, the entire cast is I think we need to get rid of half of them. Mm-hmm. I would almost say keep the OGs and just cast mm-hmm. around them. I love Candace, but even Candace seems like she has other shit going on. Like she has the music and everything. It's like, we, I don't think we got a scene with her, like with the other people until like episode four or five. So I was like, what is it like? N- nothing's like jointed this Every, season. It's so, so disjointed. It's, it's so, so disjointed. It's bad. I need everyone to like make up their mind one if they actually want to do this show because a lot of people seem checked out. Yeah. And then from them we need to pick because I'm like, it's surprising. Like it's a bad day when like Mia is making me laugh and giving me more relatable content than anyone else on the show. Mm. Like the scenes with her and Gordon like being forced to talk about the possible embezzlement and like the lawsuits <laughs> and all this stuff. Like that's interesting. When me, me cracked the joke though on like one, I, I don't get, I haven't seen the episode, but like I saw the clip online and I cracked up and it wasn't not supposed to be funny, but like Mia in general is not supposed to be funny, but she is hilarious for some odd reason. I just think that whole cast, I don't know. They got to figure something out. And I, what I hate. I oh, even think, I even think Karen is looking like she can you take know a I break. See. Take, I know how you feel. I know how you feel. <laughs> but Karen's like, she's doing bits. Like she's yeah. like in her confessionals. She's, she's becoming doing, a Sonia. <laughs> she, yes. Actually, it's, it, she's got that going on. Like her confessional, she does something with a bonnet in this last episode. And I was like, oh, you're just crazy right now. Like <laughs> it's, it's yeah, they're, she's no longer like, they've been doing it a long time. This is season 10, 9, uh-huh. 8. Can I give you all the a really like scorching like people are gonna throw tomatoes in the comments but i'm okay with it because here we go i'd rather be a truth teller than a liar the reason potomac absolutely sucks this season is because giselle is not being messy 
That's because mm. everybody told her last season at the reunion that she needs to do this. You need to get a man because, you know, everyone defines your worth by whether or not you have a man. So you need to get a man. You need to do this. And now you need to stay out of our business, all like that. She has not been in anyone's business this season. And I'm like, please get in somebody's business because they need like the problem with a lot of these shows is that they all need that one person that's willing to like drive the ship. And she's the person for that show. And when she's not doing it, this is what we wind up with. Like, not not just Potomac. All of the shows need somebody to, like, make sure they talk about the stuff, make sure they, you know, they know how the scene's supposed to go. Like, Atlanta didn't have anybody this past season. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know, it was going the way it was. Um, it, a I, lot of, you know, the shows, it's just they need somebody to help corral them the right way. I agree with you, Kendrick. Um, I don't love Ooh. Giselle. I know I, 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 I don't love Giselle, but I think you don't have to love everybody, but you have to re- respect their role. And I think Giselle's yes. role is to be messy. And I think the reason she's not doing this season is because she knows exactly who she would need to be messy with. And that's Robin. Because that's that's <gasps> and she's on. And I feel like she, this is the first time she's been put in a position where if she was truly doing what she would typically do. And she tried a little bit to do it in a nice way in the beginning. And I, I, I Robin was not feeling that and I can feel her backing off if that was anybody else in the same exact situation she mm-hmm. it would be she would be really digging in and, and I think that Karen is the like the only person that they have that would probably be able to keep keep digging into the Robin thing and you need and like that's that's the story this season because it, it needs to be talked about but instead we're talking about shrines, shrines. and whatever like what are we we're cr- that's, we're that's creating things we're creating things exactly number one that was a fantastic point i never even thought about that she's trying not to be messy with one her business partner and her their yeah. closest ally on the show that's a really good point two potomac I, one of the reasons it's also kind of pissing me off is that we're kind of like masking things to like not talk about the real thing so like they're like bringing up oh well it's about the shrines and your mom said this and all this kind of stuff when the crux of the issue is that wendy didn't want you on the show she wanted to bring her own friend on the show and that's why you're mad but Mm -hmm. we can't break the fourth wall so we can't say it and i'm like this is so like why are we dancing around this and bringing bringing all this other like way like y'all could have found something else to argue about like we didn't need to bring this all into it just because she didn't want you on the show like all of this is just it's i was lot. thinking about that in the shower i was like this is bad producing too like producers yeah. have they need to be like adjusting the story a little bit mm-hmm. even even last season how they let giselle run with the chris story i feel like a good produce like a good producer would have been like giselle trust me like that isn't gonna like it's not gonna land like you think it is and like kind of mm-hmm. helped out a little bit but this season especially they're just like turning the cameras on and saying, whatever you guys feel like shooting. It's like, no, no, no. We need to direct this team a little bit because they're so disconnected. Yeah. Can I ask y'all a question? Okay. And I hate to ask you because I really do like, I love the team like behind the scenes because they're really like, they're such nice people, but Mm -hmm. the same guy that's showrunner for Potomac Mm -hmm. is the same guy that's been showrunner for Atlanta for the past two seasons. Mm -hmm. So like, do we think, Mm. I don't I don't know like you know I never want to root for anybody to lose their job or anything like that but like do we think that Bravo needs to like take a look and say yes. like yeah we need to make changes behind the camera I yes. I don't think I'm gonna watch Atlanta if if, if there's not a cash shakeup I, I this last season was unbearable it really was like it was really hard I mean yeah. honestly I know Bravo loves candy but she's giving nothing 
she's giving she's not really doing anything she's not all the stuff that's interesting about what was happening with her we're like the producers had to step in and be like we're we're not going to address the elephant in the room we're not like Mm. like i like come on like i i need i need them to like all the stuff that we want to talk about they're not talking about and it's hard to even get candy in the room with these ladies anymore because she's so damn busy that's true if she comes back she needs to she need uh, same with Potomac. Everybody needs to like make this a priority. Like yeah. I get it. Like the other however many months, like nine months of the year, fine. Like you know, do your own thing. But like the three months you're filming this show, this needs to be like top priority. If we have a cast trip booked, you're going on the trip. Like we're not doing a Kim Zosiak. I yes. might go. I might not. Like we're not doing none. Of I'm that. I'm so sick of them going on a cast. Can't, can't, every damn trip Candy goes on, she has to leave early. Right. I don't have <laughs> I don't have time for Candy. <laughs> I know this is know. this is also your job. Yeah, this is also your job. This is also yeah. a priority. So you got to do it I, around that. This I get it yeah. when they're that busy. They are literally like just. I feel like they're just clocking in. Like okay, now I'm here. Here's my job here, and now I'm gonna film yep. here. Okay, and now I'm done. I'm gonna go back over here and do that. So we can't. Yeah, we definitely. That's the problem because I really. I think we can still get a lot out of both Kenya and Candy. I mm-hmm. think the problem is they don't care the enough about right. So I think if you brought back like a lot of the essential girls on Atlanta, maybe threw in one or two new people, I really think they can get back on like on track. But with this current iteration, Zachary Haynes, you are so right. He says Candy is good on her own on her own or with a girl group, and it's true. Like if you get Candy, mm. like you can get her going and you can yeah. get her activated and invested. But this last season was just so mediocre in terms of who was there, yeah, mm-hmm. and and what they were talking about and what they were willing to talk about. Um, so yeah. yeah, but all right, it's already been an hour, guys. So I don't want to keep you guys too much longer. So <laughs> let's wrap this up. Thank you guys to the chat. Sorry we didn't interact much, but there's a lot for it. We're talking a lot, so, you know, that's how it is. Um, If you guys want to follow Kendra Keys at Reality Comics 2 and follow, make sure you're listening to his podcast, Reality and Comics 2. And Pia is available on Instagram and on TikTok at PiaJV. Everything you need will be in the episode notes. We will definitely do this again. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you. Thanks, Emily. Kendrick, I missed you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for watching and for listening to She Speaks Bravo with Emily Hanks. If you haven't already, would you mind leaving a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you listen? That would be amazing. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you are subscribed and hit that bell so you don't miss an episode. And if you're looking for more content, more exclusive bonus content, check out the Patreon. I post two exclusive episodes a month and I'm covering just the Bravo jams like classic Roni, Atlanta, and of course Vanderpump Rules. If you just want to support the show, head to buymeacoffee.com slash shespeaksbravo and buy me a coffee or two or five. We also have merch available at shespeaksbravo.com. And if you're interested in hearing my takes on non-Bravo shows, check out my new podcast, She Speaks It All. I cover the challenge, drag race, and any other show I'm obsessed with that's not bravo she speaks it all is available everywhere you get your podcasts just like this show make sure you're following me on the social medias i am she speaks bravo across all platforms thank you so much for any support you give the show even if it's just listening i appreciate you love you mean it i'll see you soon seeking the truth never gets old 
Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.